0: I was going to
1: stop doing this podcast.
0: Don't. And I'm going to tell you why. Go, <laughs> oh. please hear me. Don't do it. Podcast is the trending thing right now. And podcasts are changing people's lives left and right. Don't give up. You never know what this podcast could turn into.
1: Well, God bless you because you're the reason why I'm not giving up because I was ready to say, you know what? I've done a year It's been great. We've done over 60 episodes. And I put it out there and said, if the Black Fairy Godmother, I swear to Godmother, I said this, if the Black Fairy Godmother says yes to me to record, I will keep going. And you did. You did. Wow.
0: Wow. Hi, I'm Simone Gordon, better known as the Black Fairy Godmother, and you're entering the World's Gone Good podcast.
1: Well hello and welcome, my name's Steve and this is World Gone Good, the podcast where we shine the light and or find the light in the darkness to prove there is still good out there and lots of it. You have no idea how excited I am about today's show, holy moly, holy cow. We had a holy cow in last episode and yes, holy shit, y'all, this, this right here, you have no idea. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me take a breath. Because I am so revved up, I've already forgotten the part where I ask you to share and subscribe, rate, and review our show and help us spread the good. There, I did it, I did it. Move on, move on, done, moving on. Okay, all right. So, what you heard at the top of the show is true. It has been a year next week, I cannot believe it either, that I've been doing this podcast. And I was like... Um, do I wrap it up, have I spread all the good I can spread, is there more to do, and then I really sat myself down and I said to myself, handsome, that's what I call myself, I said handsome, I said if, <laughs> it's a big if, you can get the biggest, goodest person you can find to come on the show, you gotta keep going, that will be the sign. And who is the biggest, goodest person I have been following, supporting, and um in awe of? The Black Fairy Godmother, whose secret identity is Simone Gordon. If Simone Gordon, the Black Fairy Godmother, says yes, if she would say yes to come on this show, then I will keep going. That will be the sign. And so I reached out to her, and she said yes. And here we are. And here we good. Simone Gordon has been featured in People Magazine, on CNN and ABC News, and so many other good places. She found the good in social media by waving her wand and tossing some fairy dust to bring people together for one common cause, to do good by helping others. We recorded this together while she was being a good mom and getting her son off to sleep, so you may hear him as part of the conversation. It is truly my honor to welcome her here and say these words. This is Simone's Good. So let's talk about the Black Fairy Godmother. Where did this name come from?
0: The Black Fairy Godmother name came from a woman named Teresa in Maryland. She was a mother who was hit by a drunk driver and became disabled. And that led to her and her newborn baby having some disabilities. Um, I was in class and there were millions of people who were tagging me on a Facebook post. She posted that she was being evicted and needed $1,000 by 12 p.m. So I know my parents are going to kill me if they listen to this podcast, but yes, I left my math class in college to go help her in the library. I was Facebooking her, um, messaging her to make sure she gets $1,000. So I went ahead and I posted on my social media that, you know, her story, and I raised $1,000 less than 30 minutes. And she went online and went to newspapers and said I was the fairy in the middle of the night you know, that saved her and her daughter from losing their apartment. And she provided me the name, the Black Fairy Godmother. I was just going by Simone Gordon. And next minute, you know, everybody online stopped calling me the Black Fairy Godmother. So it just stuck.
1: How does that make you feel?
0: At that moment, it made me proud. And I want to explain to you why, because I have been trying to get resources at the time to help my son. And four strangers helped me get back into school, get back into the mix of things and help me get medical supplies for him. So it felt good to give back and to help someone who was a stranger that I didn't even know. And to see so many people on social media give $5, $10. One woman gave $4.50. But at least it was something for everybody to just come together and help. It made me feel good, and I wanted to keep going because there are so many families that need help. And when they go to nonprofits or when they go to social services, no matter what color they are, they're being talked down to. And when a person is low in their life, especially a person who's homeless or a person who's who's hungry, we have to have some type of empathy not to kick them down, help them. You don't always have to have money to help somebody but just a smile or just a mill, or just some encouragement that something is going to major happen because of somebody up above that takes a person a long way. And that's what I'm doing on my platform.
1: Did you ever see it blowing up into what it is? No,
0: I'm going to be honest. I just wanted to continue with, you know, going to a community college with nursing school and and taking care of my son and coming home, living a normal life. I did not know that Liz Gilbert and and Jennifer Paslov, who are two big authors, would just notice me and would take me far, to just push me out there and say, listen, you have a voice and you need to be that voice. Because I was pushing back like, nah, I just want to get my degree, do my thing, work at a hospital. And they're like, no, we need people like you. And I never knew in a million years that, People Magazine, Parade Magazine, and ABC and all the other people would just know that there's one special person that's out here changing people's lives. So I never knew that, and I'm honored to be in this position to help a person who reach out to us and say, hey, um, you know, I I lost my job or funds is kind of low. Can you send me and my children food? And we'll Instacart them whatever they want, long as it's healthy. Because, you know, some people don't like healthy foods or their kids just want snacks. But just to give them $300 worth of food, just for them to receive a knock and food is at the door. And we take pictures and post it on our Instagram. That makes a person feel good. That's showing that we need to start taking care of our neighbors more. We need to start taking care of our coworkers more. We need to start taking care of our family a little bit more.
1: Was there ever a point in your life where you were at that place that you can relate to it?
0: Absolutely. Um, When I lost my job in 2017 at a bank, um, I had to live with my parents. And my parents were married for 37 years. And um, my son's father um, left because Jarvis was diagnosed with autism. So I had to live with my parents, who was like my biggest support system. And they would get me through um, Jarvis having autism and they would help me and I would do temp jobs. And I was getting low with medical supplies. Um, you know, some people say, Oh, well, you know, some of the medical supplies are covered by insurance, but they're not good quality. They either break the child out or the child would, you know, urinate through it. Or when you try to contact companies to help you out, either door gets slammed. So, I know how it feels to be hungry. I, you know, I went to numerous food pantries and waited online. Um, I know how it feels to just not have the proper shoe to go to work, but you still go to work. You know, so, yes, um, that's the reason why I am who I am today, because four strangers helped me when I asked for help.
1: And you passed it on. You know, COVID hit and how did COVID affect you as a person and how did COVID affect what you're doing for others?
0: No one knows, but I'm going to admit to you um, on this podcast that when COVID hit, like I woke up the next morning and everything shut down and I felt isolated. Um, Everything was virtual. My son is special needs and he didn't understand that he cannot go to school. He did not understand. And You know, having to have three computers, you got to sit down and, you know, I'm always a person on the go. And I'm usually doing like 30 applications a day. People asking for food, housing, utilities. But to get hundreds and hundreds of messages, I had a nervous breakdown. Mm -hmm. I had to confide in my board members. I had to confide in my volunteers. I had to confide into my followers. And I really broke down. On social media and cried. And I just got to a point where there were people across the world who said, Hey, let me volunteer for a couple of days to help you out, Black Fairy. I'll go to the pharmacy, Black Fairy. I'll find some toilet paper or formula for a baby, Black Fairy. And I started becoming more of a servant to many people where I just did a Zoom with 50 volunteers across the US. And we just came together and said, Hey, one person will drive to the grocery store. One person will go to a pharmacy. We, we even had people in Canada who were mailing toilet paper and formula over to families in the U.S. So it worked out great. Uh, and I raised 150000 in one week for food. And I partnered with Instacart. I said, listen, Instacart, we're giving you all this business. You guys need to do something. And at that time, I was not a 501c3 but they waived the delivery fees and the service fees because we were feeding all these families. We fed hundreds of families, hundreds of senior citizens. And at that time, I did not care on what race a person was. If a person was hungry, they got what they needed.
1: You just talked about something about being in the darkness yourself. So how do you stay positive and what advice do you give to others to stay positive?
0: Easy. You got to understand that everything is not forever. These things are temporary. And I think that when you're in a dark place, there's a lesson in that dark place. And you got to understand what the hell that lesson is so that you won't be in that dark place again. So I would give everybody who's in that dark place right now, just understand that it's a lesson and just think what you can do to get yourself out of that dark place and what you can do to prevent from going back because covid has really taught us a lot about unity it taught us about money it taught us about health and how much family it you know is important so that's the advice that you know that i would give
1: and how do you take care of you you got all this work you're doing for all these other people what do you do for you what makes you happy
0: I'm going to be honest Steve i do not have self care because i wake up for a.m. to take care of my baby boy because I am his caregiver. But what makes me happy is seeing families happy, seeing people safe, making sure people are not hungry. That's what makes me happy.
1: Do you ever get overwhelmed?
0: Yes, I do. I do get overwhelmed and I do take breaks. And when I do take breaks, I either walk in a park or I do meditations or I write in my journal. Um, Every month I, have me and my team take a mental health week. We take a whole week off so that we can rejuvenate and be better and bigger and healthier for everyone on our platform.
1: What do you see in the future in a perfect world for what you're doing and who you are as a person? Is there a plan for the future?
0: There is a plan, Steve. You're going to be the first one to know my plan in 2022. I am opening chapters in every state for the Black Fairy Godmother Foundation. Um, just like the Red Cross and the Salvation Army have chapters, we're gonna go ahead and turn our volunteers into chapters in each state so that everyone cannot just rely on contacting us on social media. They will be able to go to their chapter.
1: Wow. And are you going to have individuals running these and then they'll all report into you and your group?
0: Absolutely. Yes. And we're training them. Mm -hmm. And we're training right now. Um, We're training and we do have a few spots in different states that around um, Thanksgiving, I will be um, uh, putting that out there, which states that we need help with with opening chapters. So yeah, it's great.
1: How proud are your parents of you? Do you even realize? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they are beyond proud. Um, they never knew that all the things that I've gone through, that I would turn my pain into something so positive and to change lives. And, you know, um, just seeing, you know, all these college kids not being able to go to school and, I was able to partner up with Tori Burch and give scholarships and um my parents are just proud. They talk about me every day on social media, how proud they are that their daughter is out here, not gossiping on social media or, or talking about politics twenty four seven, because that can drive you crazy. Um, but I'm talking about people in their lives.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> And you're making a huge difference, even in the smallest of ways. And that is such a wonderful thing you're doing because what you're doing is so simple. And sometimes it just takes one person to say, I got this. Here's what we do. Who's with me?
0: Absolutely. And I keep telling people, yeah, they see that we're, you know, we're raising money, but we have a back end where people are just like inboxing us or going on our website and they're applying for help. And they go, hey, I don't. Can somebody go get my prescription? You know, I'm a senior and I can't get nobody. Or hey, do you know anybody who has resume services? Or hey, I, you know, I need therapy, but my insurance won't cover it. Do you have resources? And we have an Excel sheet where people have resources where we connect them. So you don't always have to have money. It's all about what you have inside of you that you're able to assist someone in need.
1: Don't you think a lot of the times it's just people want to be heard? People want to be recognized. Like a homeless person on the on the street wants to know that they're there and part of things. And when we look away and we don't, we pretend like it's not happening, don't you think that's right. happening?
0: That is happening. And that's why my platform, when some of the women or men are, you know, they come to us and they're homeless and we help them out by putting them in a hotel, Airbnb. I have a plan to make them feel special. We have a 90 day program to either get them a job or get them back into school. But we go to Amazon and target and find items on clearance to decorate their new apartment. So I tell people, if you look on my social media, take 10 to $20 and make a change. Or just like the other day, the mom was sending us messages panicking that her lights were going to get shut off. And in Louisiana, they're having a hurricane and it was hot. You know, I just put it out there. Hey, guys, it's $204. The Salvation Army have no funds. This mom needs it. And so many people said, hey, let me do this. And they called it in and boom, it was done. You know, it's, it's just that simple. Um I just want people to understand that we are all... The saying "We are something that is called human is in the Webster dictionary, and we need to treat each other as human, no matter what circumstances we're going through. And that's all I'm trying to do.
1: Well, as long as you're admitting things, I'll tell you something. So about five or six years ago, I created a secret good deed doing group on Facebook, and we're just on Facebook Messenger, and as needs come in, we tackle needs. And it's exactly what you said. It's not always money. Um, Sometimes it's items. Sometimes it's just somebody who needs to be heard and needs a ride somewhere. Or it all started because there was a woman in Texas who was an older senior citizen and uh, a black woman. And she was across the street from a high school and she had a small floral business And the kids, she was on a corner. The kids were walking through her yard. They were cutting the corner. You know, instead of going around, they were cutting through. And these teenagers, like, destroyed her lawn. And here is a florist who's trying to show people in town, hey, I can make your property look beautiful, and hers looked not so beautiful. And through a friend of ours, she contacted my friend and said, oh, my God, I wish there was something you could help me with with these kids to get them to stop walking through. I wish I had a fence. Well, we wound up pricing what a fence would cost, and we couldn't afford to do the fence because she's got a big lawn, but we got enough money together <laughs> that we put rocks and cactus in certain locations on her lawn. I bet, I bet they won't walk through that. <laughs> they did not walk through her lawn anymore, and we let her design it. It wasn't just that we, you know, we took care of it. We made a fence. We fixed this, right? No, she's a florist. She's a decorator. Correct. We got her oh, involved. Right. So we got her to go and pick out the rocks she wanted with, I believe, her nephew and the cactus she wanted and these acatillo, which are these spiky cactus, right? And yeah, I know. What they are. She designed the yard. And then we had the guys come in and plant everything for her. And those kids stopped going through her yard. And we did it for a fraction of the cost of a fence. And we kept true to her and what she was part of. But it all just started because. There was a need, and I said, Hey, who's, who wants to get on this? And we pulled together a thousand bucks for this. And it just came together. I was like, Well, that was easy. What else can we do? And we kept going. And so I understand. You've got to do it, mm-hmm. you've got to keep going. Do you see yourself as an inspiration, a hero, a leader?
0: I don't see myself as a hero, not just yet. I don't see myself as an inspiration, not just yet. I do see myself as a leader, and I'm going to explain to you why. We need someone to step. You know how? Um, what is that game we used to play as kids? Um, hopscotch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the girls, you know, they—that's what we need to do as a people. We need to take steps. Hero and inspiration is something that is earned. And I feel as though I have not earned that yet. Even though I'm playing hopscotch and I'm leading the way with other people like yourself who decided to say, hey, let me keep going. Or there's other people that are following me now who are inboxing me. How can I get started? I'm leading the way. And until I feel like I feel that void of being an inspiration or a hero, then yes, I will get to that point and I will call myself that. But right now I'm just a leader and I'm leading the way and showing people on social media how just one thing, whether it's a Facebook messenger, whether it's a book club, we could change the world. Be creative. I think, you know, COVID has taught us many things and One thing I wanna commend you for what you and your group is doing. And I hope that you guys turn this into something that will last a long time because in Texas, there is not a lot of resources. And I get a lot of families in Texas. So by you helping a business owner who is a florist and don't have much and she's marginalized, that means a lot. Because if she was to call city officials they would not hear her call. Police officers can scare the kids away, but it's nothing like having a support system to say,
1: "Hey, I got you covered." And she's a black senior, and and, and we live in an ageist society. We live in a racist society. We live in a sexist society, and we both know that. You know, right. you're at, you're at your prime yeah. at ni- nineteen. You're at your prime, <laughs> and at nineteen. Right. I, I didn't know what I was doing. So on that note, if you could go back in time and talk to 18, 17 year old Simone, what would you tell her? What advice would you give your younger self?
0: Don't never have regrets because sometimes mistakes can become happy endings.
1: What do you want for your son in the future?
0: I want acceptance from my son. Um, We live in a very dangerous and hateful world where people's sexuality is not accepted. People's disability is not accepted. And I just want people's race is not accepted or skin color. So I just hope in the future that some sort of acceptance of him being not just a black young boy, but a child with autism and that he can live in an okay world, that where people will be okay with him being him.
1: Well, we end these shows with three questions. Don't panic. You know all the answers. Here's the first one. It's the easiest one. Where can people find you online, and how can people support everything that you do with the Black Fairy Godmother Foundation?
0: You can go to our website at www.theblackfairygodmother.org. There's plenty of tabs on how you can get involved and what type of programs we have. And you can find me on Instagram at the Black Fairy Guy Official.
1: Question number two can go back to anything we've already talked about or anything you wanna say. It's your turn to answer who inspires you. My
0: grandmother who passed away um, three years ago inspired me. She fed the whole community. She didn't care whether you were homeless, gay, disabled, whatever the case may be. Um, Seeing her, you know, not just, you know, me going through my trials and tribulation and helping the women in Maryland, but seeing her always feeding people, clothing people, opening her doors to people in her home, she inspired me to keep going as well.
1: And the final question that we answer every, end every show with, rather is really simple, can go back to anything we've already talked about, anything you wanna tell us. And it's simple, tell me something good.
0: Tell you something good? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I love you all. And anybody who's listening, who's going through something, just know that you are loved. You just never know who loves you until you reach out.
1: You keep shining the light, okay? Thank you, and I want you to keep going as well. Because you told me to. You're a fairy godmother. I'm going to tell no to you. What's going to happen? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Simone, for simply being you and for sharing that you with the entire world and with me and with us here today. You, you, the listener, you, you can become an honorary fairy by visiting the website theblackfairygodmother.org Go get your own wand and start throwing some dust around and make some good happen. Next time on World Gone Good. Well, it is one year later. Is it really? It's really weird to think it's been a year, huh? That when you asked me or told me that, I was like, wow, that is—it's been a year for sure. You were my first record I ever did. Wow, I feel so
0: special.
1: One year ago, this podcast started with one intention, to spread some good. Join me as we look back at a full year of good. Here's some never-before-cutting-room-floor moments that didn't make the original episodes, and... Check in with my first three guests ever who helped me launch on the very first day. Bates Saley, Brett Gornick, and Pashawn Wilson-Ashley are back in the good house to reveal the good they've experienced in the last year. I hope you're ready for a beyond good anniversary celebration. Until then, be good.